Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Joining us now on the Schneider Orange Hotline is the aforementioned Ben Fennell. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call them 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to SchneiderJobs.com. Good afternoon, Mr. Fennell. How are you? Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure to be sandwiched between the uh, the legendary Harlan's. Pretty exciting get today. Yeah, that's uh, good stuff. It's been a good, good show and uh, a better show now that you're on, Ben. Uh, what's the one matchup you think uh, is is critical in this game between the Packers and Buccaneers as far as who's going to win this game? Well, I've just been uh, barraging your timelines with it. I think it's Matt LaFleur and his run game against those Buccaneers linebackers, those fast flow, Levante, David, Devin White linebackers, that that first matchup in week six was the outlier game for the Packers' run scheme. It was one of those first games. They didn't have Tyler Irvin. They kind of dialed back the misdirection. And these fast-flow linebackers just had perfect alleyways to the ball carrier. I think it's going to be a little bit more of that schematic chess match with them and giving them something to think about and some sort of eye candy on every play. Because if you want these 300-pound guards to just be in straight foot races, with these linebackers, particularly Devin White, who you guys got to remember, number one running back coming out of high school. This guy's an explosive athlete. If you give him a lane to the ball carrier, he's going to make every tackle. So giving them something to think about to slow them down. Matt LaFleur against those linebackers. No, you're, you're right about that. And it couldn't have been even any more better for the Packers last week. I think it was it 36 rushing attempts and 36 pass attempts. I mean, that's – that's about as good as you can get. Yeah, but Gary, you also have to look at the early down balance. How about 118 yards rushing, 118 yards passing on first oh down? When, yes. when you have that sort of balance on early downs and you get into those second and shorts, and I think the average yards to go on third down was 4.4 yards. That means most of those third downs, you still have a threat of run. When you're that productive on early downs, the whole playbook is open. The defense is on their heels, they're guessing, and that could set up for maybe that one deep play shot like we saw to Alan Lazard. And before you know it, that's the dagger that you were setting up all game. Talk with Ben Fennell of the uh, NFL Network Film Analyst uh, over there. Follow him on Twitter at Ben Fennell underscore NFL. I promise you, you will thank uh, the big show for following him. Uh, he is simply the best. Ben, when we talk about this game, uh, and I've been on this 
uh, from the word go, uh, kind of similar to what happened with San Francisco last year. Is, and, and that I think this whole thing is going to come down to the line of scrimmage on both sides. The Packers' defensive line uh, being able to get pressure and stop the Buccaneers' run game, and the Packers' offensive line getting enough push and controlling Vita Vea, who is back, and being able to get some running room for Aaron Jones and the running back crew. Yeah, you know how much value I put on those trenches week in and week out it's where a lot of these games are decided. That week six game, you know, Todd Bowles sent a lot of pressure at Aaron Rodgers and, you know, really stifled the Packers' offense. Three sacks, two interceptions off the blitz. And Tom Brady, Mike Pettin sent a lot of blitz as well, but the results were different. Brady gets that ball out so fast, that pressure didn't have time to get home. So I really want to see what Mike Pettin dials up to try to generate some sort of pressure on Brady because – you know he's not holding the ball. You know he's not drifting out the back door. You know he's not scrambling or extending the play. You really have to rely on that coverage on the outside to give that rush some sort of a chance, which last week they played a little bit more man-to-man, a little more hands-on, a little more disruptive because, you know, the threat of the quarterback run with Jared Goff didn't exist. Same thing with Tom Brady. I think we need to play more press man, disrupt on the outside, and do whatever you can to give that pass rush just an extra second to get home. Right. I think you're right about that because I think if you look at the Bucks right now, it feels like, and they look a little bit different than they look early in the year, but it feels like right now with Jones and uh, who's the other running back? Uh, Jamal Williams. No, no. Oh, Fournette. Sorry, Fournette. Fournette. Yeah. Looks like they're trying to run like a little two-headed monster there with both of those guys running the football. Yeah, they're committing to the run game, but – you know, this is a really interesting offense. I don't see a very dynamic or efficient offense with the Bucks. They're handing the ball off a lot, a lot of screen game to the backs. Last week, they were 3-6 of six in the red zone. All three of their touchdowns came off the turnovers, off the short fields. He throws the ball down the field a ton. But there isn't a whole lot to help that offense or help those concepts. They don't do a whole lot off of play action. In fact, they lead the NFL with throwing the ball down the field. And it's really interesting perspective for Bucks fans and Packers fans to see these style of offenses because the Packers offense has turned into a QB-friendly system with all that schematic elements to help the offense with the motion and the bunches and the RPO and the commitment to the run game that opens up the play action. Tom Brady is playing hero ball. They put a lot of pressure on the quarterback to make the right read, make accurate downfield throws, a lot of isolation throws. Now the hero ball, it has the ability to throw for almost 500 yards and six touchdowns like they did against Detroit. It also has the ability to lay an egg and lose 38-3 to like they did against the Saints. So the lack of efficiency in this Bucks offense really kind of concerns me about just their week-to-week threat. And I think this Packers offense is so much more consistent and so much more stable. And what I'm saying is that should be refreshing to Packers fans that there isn't so much pressure on Aaron Rodgers every week. You know, the other thing, too, talking with Ben Fennell here of the NFL Network uh, on the Wendy's Big Show, we talked about it the other day about this wide receiving core and all the talk coming into the season, Ben, about, oh, they need a receiver, draft a receiver, get a receiver. Uh, and then Devin Funches, they had a receiver, and he said, I don't want to play. Uh, so then he doesn't play. Uh, and now you look at what this offense is and how well this offense is played. Uh, And we started talking about, you know, maybe these receivers are better than we thought. And my response to that was, no, I don't think so. I just think the quarterback in the scheme is better than what it was last year. I think you nailed that to a T. And I agree with that sentiment wholeheartedly. I think the scheme is winning. The players aren't winning. 
And when you look at a lot of those third downs, uh, you know, those guys releasing from the bunches, they aren't getting themselves open. The concept in the scheme is getting them open. That horizontal pass game stuff is easy offense. Alan Lazard getting down the field off play action, he isn't getting himself open. He's catching the ball, and the scheme is working as those safeties sucked up against the run. All the RPOs, those aren't receivers winning against slants. That's a linebacker voiding that curl zone, and Rodgers is taking the free real estate. Now, what happens if you put a Kadarius Tony or an electric 4-3 receiver in this offense. Now you're taking those 10, 12-yard gains and maybe getting 60-yard touchdowns. I agree wholeheartedly that this offense is working. The guys are showing up, MVS, Alan Lazar. They're doing what they have to do. But they could still be upgraded, and there's still room to grow as far as the weapons around Aaron Rodgers. Did, did you just say the Packers need, are going to draft the receiver in the first round next year? Did you just say that? I would not be shocked because now that the scheme is working, now put some whoa, whoa, whoa weapons in those spots. Whoa, and whoa. Suddenly, and suddenly wow. you have the Kansas City Chiefs with a great scheme, with a great quarterback, with dangerous talent. And when you can marry scheme and elite talent together, that's a contending, dangerous offense. And the way the Packers have played in 2020, I don't even want to talk about the defense. They can win 45-41, and I don't, I don't care – Two, two poops that they gave up 40 two points. Poops. It's an offensive league right now. Light up the scoreboard, outscore your opponent, play this basketball full court type of offense on grass, and go score, score, score. We always have Ben Fennel on to talk about the NFL and the Packers. For those of you that follow Ben Fennel on Twitter, you also know he is a, a draft Nick as well and watches a ton of college right. football film. And we know the Packers will be drafting at the end of the first round. So you're talking about whoa, whoa, guys at wide receiver. Who are the whoa, whoa, guys that may be there for the Packers? <laughs> well, I would love a Rondell Moore. I know he's had sure. some injuries out of Purdue. Yep. He ran four three three in high school. This guy is a dynamic catch-and-run guy. Kadarius Toney out of Florida. Woof. He shreds every blade of grass with every step on the field. He is as dynamic and sudden with the ball in his hands and getting himself open. I want one of these catch-and-run guys that can take a short little gain, either be elusive or strong, breaking tackles, and use the scheme in the way that they're getting these receivers open. And now let's put somebody electric with the ball in their hands in one of those spots. So I think there's a lot of guys in the draft that nearly every day, if you don't want to take one, on day one, go get a Monroe St. Brown at USC or Elijah Moore at Ole Miss. One of these dynamic slot receivers, and there are a ton of them. Yeah, no question. Uh, quickly here, uh, I want to get your thoughts on your prediction for Packers and Buccaneers. But before I do that, uh, Ted Thompson obviously uh, passing away uh, a couple nights ago. Your thoughts on Ted and the job he did in Green Bay and in the NFL? Oh, man. Uh I don't know if, you know, 30 seconds would do him justice for what he meant to the scouting community, the Green Bay Packers world. That was his family. That was his life. His players were his kids. And, uh, you know, just to see how passionate he was and how willing he was to teach the young scouts and how many scouts are a part of this proverbial Ted Thompson scouting tree, which is all over the NFL. And his impact, whether it's scouting techniques, analytical techniques, and just those disciples from his scouting uh you know scouting room across the nfl i just i'm just so fortunate and glad to see that ted thompson's impact and legacy will carry on not just through the packers but 
through the entire NFL, through the scouting community. And I hope there's something they can do to kind of honor that, whether it's something at the Combine, at the Senior Bowl. Certainly the Green Bay Packers will do whatever they can. But Ted Thompson, uh, definitely a larger-than-life type of individual. I definitely think they'll do something at the game on Sunday you would expect, regardless of what the weather is. Ben, your prediction for the game? I'm going to say 35-31. Let's keep this high-scoring type of season intact. Last year, 0-4, anytime an opponent scored 25, they can win the shootouts this year. So score, score, score. The defense, just don't let the ball over your head. Make that one impact player two in the second half. I think the Packers are going to be on their way to Tampa Bay. There he is, Ben Fennell, NFL Network. Make sure to follow him on Twitter. I promise you it'll be one of your favorite follows if you're an NFL fan. At Ben Fennell, F-E-N-N-E-L-L, underscore NFL. At Ben Fennell, underscore NFL. You'll thank the big show later. Ben, thanks so much. We'll talk to you next week. Take care, boys. There he is, Ben Fennell, joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider is hiring drivers right now. For more info, call him 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. That's 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.